Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, it's like when you, you know, you've had a bad night out. Okay, you've got a bit of a hangover. Or been there. Right. You're not really fully recovered until your next night out, are you? Oh, no, I disagree. It depends when the next night out is. If it's the next day, then it's like, oh, <laughs> no, no. Here are the dog. Because my problem is I still feel very down oh, about, about what, the ABs, their, their performances, about Southern Hemisphere Rugby, their performances. And it was made even worse by our first message from our supporters. Ugh. Shall I read it out or do you want to read it I'll out? I'll read it out. And his name's oh. Matt England. <laughs> Jokes. Yeah, jokes on us. Right, Matt from England. He sounds like a really nice guy. He does. He sounds very English. Can I just say that? This is why we we love um, living in this country at times. Go anyway, without further ado. Yes. Uh, Boys, really enjoyed the podcast last week, listening to you boys uh, so down about the All Blacks performance. If it helps, I had a great weekend watching highlights of us, England beating South Africa. Wow, what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> Sir Eddie Jones. Oh, he really is that guy, eh? He Matt's is that guy. that guy. Sir Eddie Jones is a true hero of mine. And with the rugby, uh, with the World Cup so close, I'm looking forward to beating you boys in the final. Have a great week, lads. I will be thinking of you both when we win the Six Nations. Oh. <sighs> Matt from England. Matt from England. He's not going to be Welsh, is he? Let's be honest. All I've got to say is, Matt, is you think you're being funny, but when you're kicking a dog while he's down, it's just not funny, is it? No, but it, it's a lot worse for Matt when we when we come back 
at some point in the future <laughs> and beat you. And whenever that is, yes. whether it's next year or in 25 years, we'll remember we'll this We'll hunt smart. you down. <laughs> we will find you. Mate, uh, w- our next segment is sharing and caring. So yep. I'm going to put on the music for sharing and caring. Sharing is caring, mate. Sharing is caring. Not sharing Are you ready? caring. Are you ready? Yes. Sharing is caring this week. Unfortunately, I forgot to put our tweet out. (laughs) So there was nothing to share. But thank you for all those people that thought about sharing what we should have put out on Twitter. You are village. (laughs) So village. To be fair, I didn't put it on the the Instagram. No. So um, no no shout outs today, but we will put out one tonight. Do you reckon? That's a promise. Oh. It'll be last week's (laughs) Rugby Room 101. And we'll put it out. But without further ado... It's breaking news, mate. Kindly supported, not sponsored... No. ...by Super XV Rugby website. What a website. What a, what, a, what a group of people that run that website. Right, mate. Now, the breaking news for me. This is big. Okay? What, your head? Lit, no. No. No one said how fabulous I am today, so it's rather small. Uh, Lynn Jones has stepped down from Russia's head coach. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were serious, dude. Uh, I am. Yeah, Lynn he Jones. Stepped down. Like, wow. Oof, uh, so uh, he only won five caps oh, for his country, serious? Wales. Are <laughs> yep. you serious? You're yeah, going to continue the serious, story. It's a serious. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm really disappointed that he stopped. <laughs> Did you like that one? Uh, no, oh. I didn't. didn't okay, like well, it. no, on a serious note. Ade Ardi Sevilla. Yeah. He's extended his contract with New Zealand RFU. Until when? Straight after the World Cup? No. Ooh. Yeah. So it's the longest extension, apparently, by an all black. And it's gonna end in twenty twenty five. So it's four year contract. Yeah. And, you know, he's only played fifty nine tests. He's twenty eight. So he's got a lot more sort of running in the legs, hopefully, unless it happens with injury. Uh, so that'll take him through to, you know, World Cup and then two years before the next World Cup. And then he'll probably see where he's at. And then he'll probably see where he's at, potentially go on to that World Cup or not. But I think he really wants to play for um, Wana Pacifica, you know. Oh, I tell you what, I, I can imagine. Um, Back to his roots. Yeah. So, um, so I think there's almost like a clause in there. So he's got two more years at the Hurricanes. Yes. Which then means that potential to play for Moana Pacifica. Well, I mean that's great news for New Zealand rugby because let's be honest, he is New Zealand's best player at the moment. Yeah. And potential captaincy as well. He has. Kept in the team a little bit this year, so moving yeah, he forward, because yeah. you know Sam Whitelock, but also is, Sam Kane's been injured too. Yeah, yeah, oh, very, very good. Yeah. I'm really pleased. I'm yeah, actually a little definitely. bit surprised. I thought he had only signed through to the World Cup, no, and yeah. then maybe head overseas for a year or two and then come back. But no, very, very good. So him and Ofa Tuangafasi. Oh, they both signed. Yes. Yep. Not as big a deal. Not as it? big a deal. Hence no. why you didn't even mention him till now. <laughs> I've just seen his name. <laughs> But um, I just like the name. I, I don't like it because I can't say it. No. Um, 
my first story is Fears Twickenham rugby match may have been Omnicron super spreader. Oh no, was that the last? Was that the South Africa versus England? Oh. And it seems like there is a lot of people that live in the Richmond area, which is near the stadium, yeah. who seem to be getting this new variant, which is is not a good one by all accounts. I don't think there is a good one when it comes to COVID. No, but the thing but this with is this, definitely I think not the, a good one. With the new variant, and I'm not uh, sort of an expert on the subject, but you I d- think... You, d- you don't say. It's amazing, isn't it, that well, you're not an expert no. on coronavirus. I mean, it is You a are surprise. an expert on most other stuff. Am I, though? No. No. Maybe picking my nostrils <laughs> or burping or farting. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> but the, I think the problem with the new variant is uh, they don't know whether the vaccines have any effect have on any it. effect on it or like the booster and things like that. So it, it it is very much up in the air. But I think in a couple of weeks they'll be like, oh well, you know, it's all okay because our the, the boosters the and the are vaccines fine are it, fine. Yeah. But we just don't know yet, do we? What I did like, and this is going off rugby, is over here in the UK, uh the Van Tam man, which reminds me of the famous actor um, <laughs> I used to love that used to do all the karate films. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, uh, Van Tam said in, his, in a statement, he said, "There's no need to panic yet." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. When should we panic? Yeah, when, when is it? <laughs> what time do we do it? Eh? And he really paused. He went, "Just there's no need to panic yet." <laughs> <laughs> Good man, I like it. <laughs> I like it. But anyway, so they're, what they're saying is if you've gone to that match and you get any COVID symptoms, it's really, really important yeah. to get out and get tested on the old PCR test and self-isolate. Well, the thing with the PCR at the moment is not, you know, a lot of them actually don't tell you which variant you have. Uh, no, you don't get told, but the people testing know. Don't I don't they? think they, they do, do, though. They do, they do. No, they I do. don't think they, they, do. Do. they do. I read something on BBC News. No, it must be true then. Must be true. Must <laughs> I think be. they do, mate. I think they do know. I think they can... The, the protein spikes are in a slightly different location. Right. Well, I mean, what I read was no, Because you might not be an expert, but I think I am. <laughs> and the BBC News is not. <laughs> right, mate. When I'm testing in my home lab... I find that the protein spikes. I don't want to know what. Oh, mate, I don't want to. I don't want to know sli- what kind of protein. A sl- slightly higher on the hundred and twenty fifth line. I don't want to know what proteins are going on in your little lab. <laughs> oh, oh, mate, why did you make that noise? Because then it oh. highlights that I'm Village. slightly dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, game on global initiative offers rule options to improve grass roots. Tell me more, because I'm confused. Okay. So, as you probably know, in New Zealand, there is an under 85 weight limit. Yeah, which means I can no longer play. So, you can no longer play. I can no longer play. Oh, unless, really? Unless you I sit on the loo. You don't look that heavy. Mate, I'm 95. <laughs> I'm not. I'm 85.5. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just need to sit on the loo. No. Uh, so, the changes... Okay. Uh, 
they go from. So is this is this is this in England or is this in, in England. the UK? Is in England at the moment, all, all around the world, or mm. is this mainly? It's just in the initiative, so they're not yeah. too sure. Okay. So the game of Global River builds on a model already in place in England, New Zealand, and Wales, and aims to ensure grassroots grassroots rugby rules facilitate participation. Okay. So, uh, allowing teams to operate with 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, or 15 players, as long as the agreement is sort of met between the two teams. I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. Uh, Game length will change. So, uh, instead of potential halves, it goes to quarters or thirds. Okay. So more breaks, which would mean better play. More coaching as well. Yes. So coaching as you go. Um, replacements, so rolling subs. Yep. Uh, then you've got line outs. So teams can agree to contest or not contest. Oh, I don't like that. I didn't like that either. Sort of I takes think the All Blacks are taking that approach in their games. They'll all. Well, we'll let them have this one. It's our ball, though. Doesn't matter. Take it, lads. There you go, fellas. May as well just be a quick tap, eh? Uh, scrums. Yeah, go on, so scrums. So can they reduce, they can reduce the size. So a bit like, I think, rugby league scrums. So instead of having eight, you'll yeah. have like five yeah, or you, six. Can you take the big boys out of the front row as well? Oh, no, we're not playing them. No, no. No, 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 no. He's too big. Too strong. So this is actually one that we sort of talked about, I think. Kicking. Tweaks to the rules can include penalties and free kicks only being kicked into touch from inside the team's own half. Didn't do that. We talked about the free kick being a penalty, didn't we? Yes. Straight arm. Pitch size can be an ad- can be adapted to uh, the number of people on or who are playing. See, I re- can I just say, yep. what I hate... Is small pitches. Yes. Oh my god. So you the worst. With, with young kids, yeah. you want to put them on a massive pitch. You do. Not so much the length, but width. Yeah. So that they are avoiding contact and you know, it, we're always telling kids to run into space. Hundred percent. But if there's no space, then they can't run into it. No. Whereas right. there's loads of space, you can teach them about manipulation of defences, you can talk to them about shape and, and defence. They got learned so much more on a wide pitch yeah, than would. a tiny pitch. Yeah, definitely. Um, the ball size change, didn't like that rule. If you're yeah. an adult, use a size five. Yeah. Age group, then you go through three, four, etc. cetera. Uh, and then we've spoken about the weight-based banding. Yes. And I think this is the best one. New Zealand have done it for ages. In all honesty, I haven't actually seen it happen in England because I would, you know, playing that would be amazing. Love that. And it just means that, well, I found, because I played a bit of it in New Zealand, and the skill level is far superior. Yeah. Just because they're all nimble, quick. Even the forwards are like backs. It's a great game. It's a quick game. And then uh, the tackle height so there's a tackle height here, line of the shoulder, nipple yeah. line, or waist. And that is agreed before the game starts? I think, I think all of this is agreed between the two teams before the start with the referees. I like that. I like that a lot. Because I think, actually, if you 
people will say, oh, you've, you know, they're going to, we've got this with the professionals, whereas, oh, you've dropped the height, they're so yeah. used to tackling high. Yes. If we get them from young down and we're saying, today, you've got to tackle below the waist. Yeah. Tomorrow, you can tackle up to nipple height. Yeah. Then, they, then they'll adapt and they'll become used but to that. Exactly. They'll get used to either being able to tackle normally yeah. or having to go low. Yeah, techniques. Yeah. Offloads. Definitely. Yeah, very which good. Which makes for a quicker game, which makes for a more exciting game to watch as well as play. The only one I, I can see not working very well is uh, you are really relying on having loads of players to ban them in weights. <clears throat> so if you've got a rugby rugby clubs up the north, it's very, very difficult to ban them because you can hardly get out a team. Uh, and then secondly, if you're down south, maybe in London, it's a lot easier because you've got lots of big guys, lots of small guys. You can band them up, no problems. Yeah, but it's not necessarily banding. You know, if I'm under 85, I can still choose to go up a, up a weight grade. Yeah. But the bigger boys can't come down. So it's almost a safety thing as well. Oh, it's yeah, getting yeah. people, smaller people, involved in rugby. And, it's, you know, it's, it's all about, again. So does the age matter? No. Oh, so it's literally it's done just on weight. age. Yeah, no, oh, it's sorry, done, done on, on weight. weight. Yep. Okay. Interesting that. So you could have an under forty kg and under, you know. Well, at school, go like when I was at um, intermediate school, so year seven and eight, sort of twelve and thirteen, there was an under sixty-five and an under forty-five. Oh, wow! So the real the real whippersnappers enjoyed playing in the yeah the under 45 the under 45 because they weren't getting absolutely smashed i can remember when i when i was 50 kgs because we <laughs> primary school tournament right <laughs> the national primary school tournament you had to be under 50 kgs to play right. in it. and when i was one year before primary school finished which i think is like what is it year five year five i was 51 kgs had to run with the old a rubbish bag on the back to sweat it out. So next year, no right, chance. Right. No. no chance. Last year of primary school, I had no chance of making the team. I was like 60. Really? Big unit. Big shock. But I think all of this is just to get people involved. Yeah, anything to get more people I involved. Think, I think it's great. And I think you're right. You know, if you're small, you don't want to be put off rugby because you're no. not tackling big guys. And, and let's be honest, I've been down there. I've seen it happen. It's the big kids get the ball, run through everyone. Exactly. And, you know, the youngsters, especially, we see it at school, don't we? They just don't want to play because they don't want to get hammered. Yeah. And actually, the big guys, they don't do them any good either because they just no. get used to running over everyone. Exactly. They don't work they don't on their pass feet. It. They don't work on their hands. No. So really, really good. Long uh, may that live. Hopefully, yeah. it goes I mean, through really yeah, well. definitely. Okay, so the next story was, and I, I quite I laughed at this because we mentioned this last week, the strategy ploy used by both Ireland and France and their wins over the All Blacks. And basically, it was to try and score tries rather than taking kicks at goal. Now, what I would say about this is, when thinking about it, you take a kick against the All Blacks line-out at the moment. Yeah. You know, their line-out's really struggling. So, yes, you could go for three. But you're in the knowledge that you're five meters out from their try line and their line outs are struggling. So it's definitely worth your chance. Oh, you've got to gamble for it. I think it even says it's a bit of a gamble. But the thing is, with that line out, especially five meters out, teams can't really defend a rolling mall unless it's a mistake. 
Yeah, the only team I've seen defend a rolling mall really successfully, and you're going to almost throw up now, is the Crusaders. When I think the Lions came, they rolling mall. Brumbies again, Brumbies and Lions used to play, and they had these unbelievable rolling malls, but they never were very effective against the Crusaders. Mm. But other than that, you're absolutely right. If you've got a good rolling mall, yeah. it's very difficult to stop, isn't it? Very difficult to stop. But, I mean, it's not rocket science, is it? If you're going to play the ABs, you've got you've to, got play to them fight their own fire game. with fire. And they don't Definitely. like it. They no. never have liked it. And a lot of teams shy away and they take their threes and New Zealand will score two. And then they're like, oh, we haven't got enough points. No, that's right. So, yeah. Secret of beating the All Blacks is to actually throw the ball around a bit. They do struggle. And France do that so well. Yeah. Ireland Wales. are doing that well. Yeah. You know, Wales didn't do that well. No, so but why traditionally, well? traditionally, Wales throw the ball around. Yeah. And traditionally, they always get pretty close to the All Blacks. Yeah, true. True. Uh, I've just got a quick one here. And it uh, he's a freak. Uh, teammates reveal how how much quicker Rico is than Will Jordan. Will Jordan's quick as well, isn't he? Will Jordan is rapid. But Will Jordan's pace is over the first 10 metres. 20. 25. 30. Nah. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. 27 and a half. I'll meet you <laughs> But it is. It is that first sort of 20 to 30 metres, isn't it? Yeah. Where Will Jordan is just like, boof, I'm off. And then Rico is more of a, I know that he's quick off the mark, but his top end speed is a lot, is a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, I would have, I think it's hard. It's hard because Rico's pace with the ball in hand is very, very good. Whereas Will Jordan, when he chips over the top, he just seems to run past anyone and everyone on the turn. That's that 20 meters, isn't it? It's it's really really interesting. I'd love to know all of the stats and stuff going through. Mate, stats. Are you ready? I, I am need to ready. find it now. Uh so Yuani Yeah. Okay. His top end speed is thirty eight point five kilometers an hour. Thirty eight point five. Thirty eight point five. Now uh Jordan comparison, Will Jordan is the fastest player in the Christchurch Beach franchise. Crusaders with a top end speed of 37. Now, oh, the fastest time he saw record clock 11 meters per second. Oh my god, 39.6. And in all honesty, it's not much of a difference. No, come on. No, it's not. I'd but, love but to see them in a head to head. That's what I mean. Like, obviously, they're saying, but there is a difference. Yes. Wow. I mean, the, the, the try that Rico scored against France. It just looked effortless. Yeah, I mean, that was a lovely try. That Harry sliced deep. through them, didn't he? And no, but he, he looked to shape them. outside, inside, yeah, bang, see ya. I mean, and they're then, both good players. And then the wonderful coach we have. Took him off? No, no put him on the wing. Put him on the wing? Yeah, you may as well just sit in the corner there, Rico, mate. Yeah, well, no, mate. Well done, Rico. Well done. Yeah, you've done really well there. So your reward... You go on the wing where you don't want to play, okay? <laughs> village. We have a village, coach. My next story yes. is Itzabeth. Yes. Who's had another concussion, oh, which means no. he's out now for three months. Three so he's, months? He, he's had three concussions in the space of a year. So therefore, the specialists 
have said the concussion management protocol of the National Rugby League, a player must observe a three-month break, which is actually really good because Toulon in the past have been known to burn their players. Thrash them. So it's good to see that some common sense approach to this. Cause it prevails, doesn't it? And yeah. the thing is, is that it's probably good for him, even if he didn't have the concussion. You know, he's played a lot of rugby lately, and three months off would do his body... The world of God. Oh, wonders. You've got some stats here, mate. He's 29. He's had 97 caps. He was captain as well for a while. He's you know when they lost a few. When they lost massively against the All Blacks, he was captain. Was he? Yeah, debuted against England in, in 2012. 6 7 and 125 kgs. It says 23, but we'll go with 123 <laughs> kgs. He's a big guy, eh? Yeah. 123 kgs. Wow. If, if his concussions like don't get on top of him, he, he's going to play a lot of rugby. Yeah, I mean, 29. Yeah. 97. And he's, yeah, he's almost already. 100. And he's in a position where you can go on for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good player though, isn't he? Well, overrated a month ago and the best player in the world right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, that's me, Mush. Well, one thing you've got to mention here, mate, is the World Rugby Relaxes Eligibility Rules. Didn't we mention it last week? But it's official. Oh, okay, right. It's official. it's not tier... One plays to tier two, it's anyone. Really? It's anyone. So, with that in the knowledge... Shall I go play for Switzerland? I Do you wrote come with me? Down. We could get married, mate. I'll give you a Swiss passport. Ooh. I couldn't think of anything worse. Oh. I thought about this. Okay, Fikitoa, Charles Pietar. Charles Pietar. Brad Shields. Yeah. Yeah, Brad Shields. Brad Shields could go back to New Zealand. <laughs> right? <laughs> He's not gonna though, is uh, he? Stephen Luatua, uh, Billy and Marco Vunapola. After Tonga, three years, Tonga are gonna win the next Rugby World Cup. They're not gonna win the next Rugby World How Cup. How many All Blacks can they have? <laughs> they are, aren't they? But Billy and Marco can go to Tonga. No, not no. They can't because they've got a three-year stand. Yeah, so next World Cup. Not this coming one, but the next one. It's a long way away for Billy. There's a, there's a few KFCs in between this Bill Cup and next. And Marco, he's already 65. He's not going to make the next World Cup. <laughs> he's only that 22, forehead? isn't he? <laughs> forehead. They're going to have the biggest Ford pack ever. I think that, uh, I mean, that's good. It's great for rugby, world rugby, I think. I like it. Great for world rugby. Those are the ones that I just could Caleb roll Clark. off the tongue. He's a good example, isn't he? He hasn't played for a year. He's only got two Why more. did he get binned off? He went and played sevens, didn't he? So he, yes. he wanted to make the... And he didn't even make the squad. he didn't even make the squad. Well, he made the squad, but he didn't make the... No, he didn't make the, didn't make the Olympics. I think he might have been one of the ones that stayed in a hotel waiting just in case they had an injury. That would have been awful. So they went across to Japan, stayed in a quarantine hotel just in case... Someone got injured. How bad would that be? That sucks. So, very interesting. Another thing to mention on that, though, is uh, I was listening to the the coverage on the TV, and the Harlequins coach was saying that it 
dramatically changes who he will be buying in. Because whereas before, if you had someone like a Charles Piertau, you knew he'd played for New Zealand. Yeah. So therefore, you pick him because you're going to play, you're going to get him all year. Whereas now these guys, they're going to be potentially missing all the international windows. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if some actually do play for those countries. A hundred, they will definitely play. But it'll be interesting to see and when. Who? You know, it's gone through. Yes. But who and when? You know, Charles Piotel could go. Oh, Charles Piotel will go. Fikatel has already gone, isn't he? He's already played. Yes. So those are just two that roll you know, off the tongue. Yeah. Um, obviously, Stephen Luatua is someone that we are not sure what his heritage is. Maybe he's just a Kiwi. I don't know. Um, but Billy and Marco, that will be very interesting. They haven't played for basically a year. Imagine if Eddie Jones turned around and said, oh, do you want another game? Would they say, no, we're now going to stand down for three years so we can go and play for Tonga? No, they're not going to give up the money, are they? Well, mate, big, you know, big pride, isn't it? Maybe. Maybe, we'll but see. it'll do those island nations the wonders. World, the world of God, yeah. Mate, it is time for the results. Actually, before you do, just going back to that, it'll do them wonders because not only those big names will come back and play for them, but people will then become interested to see how they get on. Yeah, definitely. The other interesting you know, thing the is... The likes of Billy and Marco, a lot of England supporters, I'm sure, love them, and they'll go, oh, I wonder how Tonga are going to do. Yeah, and oh, they'll yeah. watch Tonga in their next match kind of thing, you know? Yes. Uh, one other thing to mention was part of the eligibility rules change. It's gone from a three-year residency to a five-year. Okay. So someone like um, Ireland's winger, Jitlow, yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't be qualified. Right. He would be qualifying in a year's time. Okay. Because it was three, now it's moved to five, which I think is a good thing. That's a long time. It is a long time, but you know what? you're definitely not going to get this changing around left, right and centre. Because now, James Lowe, if he stopped playing for Ireland, in theory, after three years, going back and play for New Zealand. Now, that's incredibly and unlikely. Yes, but it could happen. But like Brad Shields. Brad Shields now yeah. would almost be eligible to play for New Zealand again. If he came back and played in back. New Zealand. Yes. Okay. Do you know who he's playing for? He's playing for Wasps, Is it Wasps? I think. Right. I saw him on the weekend. I'm pretty sure it was Wasps. Right. As in, I didn't see him in real life. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, good day, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> the results. The results, mate. So the Premiership is back up and running. It is. Do they have their international players back? Yes. Some do. of them do. Some. Some of them do. In fact, I say some of them, but I'm not sure whether the English-based players okay. are back. But I definitely know... Northampton Saints had Dan Bigger playing. Okay. So, yeah. So, the Welsh boys. Righto. The Saracens beat Sale Sharks 25-14. Another draw in the Premiership. Newcastle and Worcester 24-all. Harlequins narrowly lost to London Irish. London Irish are doing really well, actually. London Irish in the last few weeks are doing well, yeah. yeah. Um, But they're, they're getting on top of big teams. Yeah, in saying that though, you know, Harlequins without their England stars, they are so different. 
you, you know, it's a huge, huge change for them. Yeah, chalk and cheese, you know, really, you, eh? You're losing your, your number eight yeah. and your fly half. Yeah, it's two makes big, a big, big difference, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, Bath beat Exeter Cheek. Jokes, they lost again. <laughs> and to be fair, they pushed them right to the end. It was... It wasn't quite last minute, but it was right. in the last five minutes. And uh, Exeter got a, you know, a wonderful try by Sam Simmons right. in the last few minutes uh, underneath the posts. Well, Exeter Chiefs beat them 23-16. Yeah. Northampton Saints uh, beat Bristol mm. 36-20. Bristol, again, struggling, not doing so well. No. Gloucester. Looks like they had a fantastic game against the Wasps, 35-33, high scoring there. It's really interesting this year we're seeing Worcester Warriors playing much, much better. Gloucester playing completely and utterly. Well, Gloucester, yeah, Gloucester's they, changed done, team. Well, they, they, Recruiting, they've recruited yeah. a few, but, you know, it's just good to see. It's good to see the Danny Cipriani days are behind them. It seems like whoever plays, whoever picks Danny Cipriani sort of sucks because now Bath have got him. They've put him on the bench and they're last. <laughs> but to be fair to Bath, they actually put out a bit of a fight on the weekend. Good. Over to the well, I'll United just go th- I'll just go Rugby. through the top four, oh, go on then, all right. Leicester Tigers again on top by six points. Saracens uh, on 31. Harlequins on 28. And Northampton States on 25. But then you've got... Uh, five, sixth, and seventh, only a few points behind fourth. So it is all to play for, really, isn't it? Very, very tight competition. Over in the United Rugby Championship, Leicester lost. No, Leinster, Leinster. lost to Ulster, 20 points to 10. The Dragons lost to Edinburgh, 30 points to 14. Benetton, the Italian Stallions, uh, bet Glasgow Warriors by one point nineteen eighteen, and Connick, probably my favourite team in the comp, forty six versus Offsprays eighteen thrashed them. They did, and uh, Connick are great. Connick are, um, you know, small, really little Irish setup, and I believe it was um, Bristol's coach Pat Lamb transformed the club when he was there. Took them from oh, nobodies really? to somebodies. It was very, very impressive. But a lot of these matches are now COVID-affected. Yes. So All of the South African matches yeah, I are. I mean, I'm not sure how now the rest of the season is going to play out, considering the Omnicron, <laughs> I don't even know if I've got that right, came from South Africa, yes. and everyone going there, going to and fro, is quarantining and whatnot. So I think this could be a bit of a disaster for the comp. I think but it will be. Is top, there relegation and promotion? No. no. Brilliant. So Leinster are in first, Ulster second, Edinburgh third, Munster fourth, Offsprays, Connick, Glasgow, Benetton, Cardiff, Scarlets, Dragons. But why are you going all through them, man? Because then I'm going to the South African contingent, which is... Stormers, yeah, Lions, Sharks, Bulls. The only team to be worse than all of that lot is Zebra. Those South African teams have only played four. Don't care. To be fair, if they if they won a game, they'd still, <laughs> still be in the same position. <laughs> exactly. There's a little bit here, mate. Can you see it? United Rugby Championship. 
confirm UK. Oh, yeah. I thought this was a bit of an interesting story, actually. Uh, United Rugby Championship confirmed UK broadcasting de- details. Although it's not and doesn't seem to be in England, BBC have bought the rights to play in Wales, wow. Scotland, and Ireland, which will be fantastic. Because, the, you know, genuinely, there isn't much free-to-air rugby. No, you're So right. I need to get myself a little large aerial, put it on top of the house. Do you not have free-to-air? Yeah, but I don't think you can get it in England. Oh, right. I That'll see what you problem. mean. Yeah. I would say what caught your eye, Tobes, but I know nothing has caught your eye. <laughs> so I'm going to go through a few. Okay, you tell me, Mosh. Danny Kerr. Oh, Danny Kerr. Why did Gatlin not pick him for the Lions? I still think he's the best impact nine. How old is Danny? I'm about. I'm going to look it up, Mush. He's going to be look early thirties, isn't he? No, I reckon he's mid thirties. Thirty-three, mid thirties. That's early thirties. Thirty-three. You think thirty-three? I think thirty-three. Okay, okay. You're thirty-four, mate. You're close. So I'm right. Thirty-three, thirty-four. No. I think I'm right. Mid mid thirties would be thirty five, thirty six, thirty seven. Okay, I'll he's go. playing wonderful rugby. Yeah, I bet he is. He has been, and he still continues to impress. He did some lovely things on the weekend, and I'm just like, you know, he he picked Sam Simmons, so I just wonder why he didn't pick Danny Kerr. Maybe, maybe he he didn't want to work Sam, with Danny Kim. He Dan, Danny Kerr. He put Sam Simmons in there because everyone else kicked up a fuss. Mm, okay. All right. The other one, mate, was Bristol. Bristol's a struggling. At first, I had no idea why because I was watching the game. But then after a while, I realized that Bristol's tight five aren't up to it. And the reason why they're not up to it is because Pat Lamb wants to play this fast, expansive game. And he's picked a tight five that will allow him to do that. But unfortunately, they're going up against tough Front rows, second rows, and they're getting blown away. They're getting out. They're getting bullied, aren't they're they? They're getting bullied off off <clears throat> off the ball. And I think if I was Pat Lamb now, it, you know, you have to pay quite a lot of money to get in some big, big second rows who are going to be also yeah. strong, fit, and also good with hands. But, but that's the, what they're going to have to do. The thing with me is that they've gone from, you know, top of the league pretty much to bottom of the league. If you if you watch Within them on reason. weekends, they've got an amazing backline. They do some amazing things, but they can't get the ball consistently. Scrum line out, yeah. Scrum line out, ruck, maul, just really struggle. And the fundamentals of the game, and I think last year they got away with it, possibly because they had slightly better players in those in those positions. But but also oppositions didn't know how to play them. Yeah, they didn't know how to play them. They've worked them out they've now. Worked eh? them out now but like yeah. the All Blacks, they have, and. and very much like the All Blacks, yeah. I, I think. The The last couple I've got is Exeter Bath. Pick and go. So it, people are talking about the fact that Exeter aren't as good as, as they have been in the past. Most of that is down to changing rules, which is the pick and go that they used to do, which was so yeah, effective. Yeah, they were so good at that, weren't they? Changing rule means that it's nowhere near as potent <laughs> near the line as it was. What's the what's what's the rule? So if they get held up over the line, oh, rather yeah. than it being a scrum. It's a dropout, isn't it? It's a dropout. Yeah. Now, you know, before it yeah. was like Exeter, pick and go, pick and go, pick and go, held up, scrum. Oh, happy days. Do it again. Well, Reload. Scrum. Yeah. It's like brilliant, fantastic. And then, as you say, do it again. Whereas now they're doing it, doing it, doing it. People have worked out what they used to do 
is they used to hit up and then drive over. Yes, that's right. Whereas now they can't hit up because they'll be held up. Yes. So and they're it's not really as effective anymore. They're nowhere near as effective. Now, yes. What about this for a rule change? So instead, you know, held up, instead of being a, a goal line dropout. Yeah, they flip a coin. No. They have a 22 scrum. So instead of a five meter scrum. I reckon they should be able to pick. I reckon they should. I think you're right. But they want to take the scrums out of the game, so it defeats the purpose for. It does defeat the purpose. But the thing is, is that the attacking team have have pretty much, well, almost scored, haven't they? And then they're going to get the ball back on their own 10 meter line. Maybe on their own 22, depending on how big the kick is. You know, so it's it's not really. A, they're going to get the ball back, yes. But I think but it's a, I the think territory it's a, or the field uh, position of the defending team is going to be amazing. You know, yes, oh, we but, got out of jail with that one. But this is the big but: they don't want these pick and goes. Will rugby doesn't want them, and that's great. It's a great yeah, draw. Well, so therefore, like, therefore, they're they're having to spin the ball out wider, which is what we want. Yeah, but the thing with the twenty-two scrum. I know it creates a scrum, which is rubbish, and I don't like scrum, but it gives it still gives the attacking team a bit. You know, you're going right. Yeah, defending yeah, yeah, team, you did well to hold up, to hold them up. We'll put you on the twenty two. Yeah. And attacking team, right, instead of being on your own ten metre line, we'll put you on the twenty two. Mate, you should put it out there. That's all I've got to say. I mean I don't like scrum, so I'm just gonna leave it as it is. The other thing that's spotted... Don't point at me. You pointed at me before, so I'm pointing back I used my hands. No, you didn't. You used your hands with your fingers. I went like that's that. A point. I didn't go like that. That's actually a very... Um, in New Zealand, where I come from, <laughs> that, that is very aggressive behaviour. It's like a karate chop. No, what about that? No, that's okay. Listen. That's like, I want you to listen to me. No. Wah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No crowd at the Wasps uh. game, but everywhere else, really well supported. Why Why was there no, as in very little people or just no crowd at all? No, no, very little people. Okay. Purely down to the fact that the Wasps moved to Coventry. So they, they moved. Why did they move? Why did the franchise move? I think it's because they had a great stadium there. Coventry did. They, they obviously got the stadium to use. But right. they can't fill the stadium because they moved. Yeah. <laughs> so they've got no local supporters. Very weird because everywhere else they're playing in front of almost packed crowds. Yeah. Which is great to see. It is good to see. You don't see that at Super Rugby. Don't see it at all, do you? Maybe that's because the grounds are much bigger, uh, but I doubt it. Again, though, we've spoken about this. They need to go to smaller grounds. They do. The Premiership have got it sussed. The Premiership have got it perfect because you know, they're, they're, they're what's the club, biggest ground? They're club-owned grounds. Yeah, what's the biggest ground? Oh, there are some decent, but probably like fifteen thousand. You know, rather than forty. And what's 000. the smallest ground in New Zealand that the Crusaders? How I, many is that? I, well, I think that's around about twenty-five, and yeah. so is the Forsyth Bar. Yeah, I so love that. I love I that ground. Love if there's one place I want to watch a game of rugby, it would be there right now. Mate, it's time for listeners' question. It is. Do you want to... No, you can. Okay. Hi, boys. Love the pod. Here goes a question for you. Straight to the punch. I like it. If you had to pick three rugby players to rob a bank, <laughs> who a would you choose and why? First of all, I'm going to just go straight out there and say, it's a Beth. Oh, 
I was thinking right. that's why I looked up right. there. But he's the full man as well. So I'd have him. Right, I'd have him in my and team. And you'd let him go. Right. He'd pick up the safe. Right. He'd bring it out. He'd put it in the car. And I'd just drive off. <gasps> You're right. that guy. No, because someone's got to go down for it. It's a bit. Why can't you miss him. that guy? Can't miss him. He's here. loyal to you. <laughs> I'd go Rico because he's quick. He'd be in and out. Boop, boop. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. I actually thought... But he's quick and strong. I thought Bowden Barrett. Nah, right? he's flaky. I tell you the reason why. All right, I tell you the reason why. Have you ever seen him flustered? Have you ever seen his sm- not a smile on his face? He'd cruise into that bank and he'd just give it that, like, those looks... You know, he's quick, He's quicker than you think. He is quicker than you think, right, you're you right. underestimate him, yeah. don't you? He looks like an accountant. He looks like an accountant. Suit and tie. Do you know, do you know Ben Smith's... Um, <laughs> he's not doing an accounting <laughs> degree, is he, or something? <laughs> no, he's not. But that was his nickname, Ben, ben Smith the accountant, because yeah, he didn't I look mate, like a rugby player. I know. I think Bowden Barrett is similar. I think, you, I think you're right. So who's the third one? You've said... I've said Rico. You've said Rico. Who else would I reckon, you go for? Um, I think Aaron Smith. He's small. He can good. get into good yeah, like nooks and, he, and crannies. And he, can, he can sell a dummy, can't he? He can sell so a he, dummy. He'd be, like, he'd be like, look over there, look at the butterfly, boom, and then he'd be gone. Where'd he go? <laughs> Don't know. Um, Maybe I go Owen Farrell and he could be the full guy. <laughs> he could be, I'd sell him out. <laughs> He's robbing you. He's robbing you. <laughs> oh, great idea, Damo. Really good idea. <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't be in the in the gang but we just leave his fingerprints you know all over the place oh I like that question well done Josh from Australia good man good man alright my question to, no you go your question to me actually most hated rugby player ever oh. your opinion most hated rugby yeah. player I'm pretty ever. sure you just said his name no, I'm not going to go Owen Farrell. Oh, why are you I'm being not, that guy? Because that's just too predictable. Yeah, but you are too Phil predictable. Phil Kearns is right up there. Phil Kearns is right up there. Kearnsy, no one like Kearnsy. Really? Not even the Aussies like Kearnsy. Really? And now that he's a commentator, everyone hates him. <laughs> so he's right up there. Can I just say that? Uh, who else did we uh, absolutely... Well, Toji's right up there for me at the moment. Oh, 100%. So up there. So overrated. I reckon Dane Coles, if you're not a Kiwi, he's got to be up there as well. Niggly player. Niggly player. I think it'd be tough to go past... Yeah, tough one, eh, hey, that? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Most hated rogue player ever. Should Phil, we put it out to the listeners? Phil Kearns for me. Who? We'll put it out to the Phil listeners, Phil Kearns. Eh? Phil Kearns. We'll put it out to the listeners, yes. though. He's giving me the, those eyes. He's giving me the eyes of disapproval. Oh, I thought I was giving up, you the other eye. I've, <laughs> I've come up with a good idea. Go with it, Damo. It was a good idea. All right, mate. If you could play at any ground in the world, which one would it be and why? <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Toby's written... And I've already asked you that question, bud. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. I think you asked me. Okay, no. go on. Anyway, um, we spoke about it the other day, and it would probably be the principality, you know, the roof in. The roof in or on? Roof on, roof yeah. cover. Yeah. Um, against Wales, them going absolutely nuts. It would just be a great sound. 
or Forsyth Bar. Indoors, packed crowd. The the spectators are pretty much sitting on you, aren't they? They're on top of you. Yeah. Good but to, not in that to, way, Damo. <laughs> not in that way, right? Two good answers. Yeah. Two what good about answers. you? Twickenham. Twickenham is the home of rugby. To be fair, I wouldn't mind playing Twickenham. <laughs> I'm good. thinking I'd go overseas somewhere a little bit more exotic. Oh. I wouldn't mind playing in America somewhere. Village. In Abs- one of those big NFL stadiums. Absolutely village. Only because I'd fancy going to see, you know, like, if you can, um, no. No, you're right. I, um, what about, what's the big one in Australia? Yeah. Sydney, isn't it? Was it Sydney? We're, we're at the Olympic Stadium. Was it? And it, they got yeah. like over 100,000 yes. people in to watch. That'd be amazing. That oh. game, if someone asked me, what oh. game would you play in that game? And I'd Greatest be Jonah. Greatest game ever. I'd be Jonah. For Greatest that game, game, I'd be Jonah. Ever. Maybe Andrew Mertens. Cause, no, yeah. no, Village. Andrew Mertens is such a weird lettuce. Jonah Lomu. He was great, wasn't he? And he, he scored the winning try. If you could be any player in history, yeah. who would you be? That's a bit of a silly question. I'd probably be Christian Cullen. I'd be Frank Bunce. Love Buncey. Yeah, he's a good player. Funny guy as well. Funny guy. All right, mate, that was good. I like that. It's Mm. time now for the quiz. But I have to admit, you've killed me on my quiz questions. Have I? Yes. Why? You'll see in a minute. Okay. You ask me first. That's fine. Righto. So, New Zealand, okay, have the best winning record yes by any team in the world yes south africa have the next okay who is third winning record yep i reckon england are right up there i would say england are right up there you're nodding your head so that means it's not the kind the honest truth there yeah, I think England are going to be up there. England. So shall I go through percentages? I'll go through percentages for you. So New Zealand. Yes. So am I right? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't chosen yet. Yeah, I was I know, wondering. But I'm oh, just okay, going go. through the top two. Yeah. Seventy nine percent. I could have given you that stat. Really? Yes. Okay. What about the second one then? South Africa. Don't know, but I could have given you seventy nine percent. And actually, guess what? Under Fozzie. He has an 85% really? win rate. Wow. South Africa, 65%. Yes. Yeah, that, that's a big drop off, isn't it? Yeah. But who is third? Third, okay. It's interesting. Is this just tier one nations? This is just... Tier one nations, isn't it? Yes. So you can't pull out like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Japan. Japan are a tier one nation. They're but not a tier one nation. They're not a tier one nation. They're tier two. They're tier two. The only tier one nations are those that play in the Six Nations and those that play in the Rugby Championship. Is that right? Yeah. Didn't know that. Every day is a learning day, Tobes. Yes. You've got a lot of learning to do. I do. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to think who else it could be. I don't think it's going to be Australia, although it could be Australia. I think it's England. I'm going to stick okay. with England. Yep. You're right. So England are then down to 58%. It's bad, really, isn't it? It's, you know, it's big. Uh, Romania, tier, tier two, though. Yeah. Uh, France, 56%, yeah. all time. Wales, 
54, Australia 52, Argentina 51, Ireland 47, and Scotland uh, 45. So we'll go through we'll go through how many matches they've played. Let's not. This is getting boring. Oh. Even I'm bored. I'm just. I was just interested because New Zealand have played 558. I'm, joking. I'm loving it. Sorry. Go on. Feed Five, me the information. 598. But then you've got England who have played 746. That's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> you know, they've played like 150 more. Do you think that's matches. because for years and years they played in the like the Five Nations? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and whereas New Zealand and, and Australia played a few times against each yeah. other type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's also the you know the date that they started. They started thirty years before. Mm. But who were they playing? <laughs> well, they're just playing the home nations, weren't they? Oh, they're playing Scotland. Scotland. They must have just played Scotland. Yeah, all the time. Mm. Okay, question for you. This is on fastest rugby players. Oh, <laughs> don't don't you be looking at any notes? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Right. I'm who not. is quicker? Out of Johnny May and Lewis Reese Zamet. I think it's Lewis. I don't know, like, times or... This is over 100 metres. This is the 100 metre times, by okay. the way. It's not over there metres per second. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to go for what? Well, I don't think... I read this somewhere, but I don't think Lewis has got a time, like a, a recent time. Okay. Well, what do you want to go I'll for? I'll just go... Lewis is faster. Yes. Are you sure? Um, it's just a guess. The sound effects <laughs> are not working. There you go, mate. What was it? Uh, Johnny May's quicker. Johnny May's quicker. Okay, give Johnny me time. So Johnny May can run the hundred in ten point seven. That's fast, eh? One ten point seven one. Okay. Uh, Lewis Reese Zamet eleven point one, which is not that quick. See, that's what. Because that's, that's what I read, yes. and I was like, well, and it said something further down that he hadn't actually run 100 metres recently. For a long time. Yeah. 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 Oh. That's right. fast, though, eh? So I'm winning 1-0 at you the moment. You are. So I you can't are. lose. Well done, well done, well done. So, New Zealand <laughs> this year yeah. have scored 101 tries. Yes. It's a world record it is in a, a world calendar record. year. Yes. Good on you, Fozzie. They have kicked Good the coach. most conversions of 70. World record. Yes. Again. They have also scored the most, well, Will Jordan has scored the most tries in a calendar year of 15. That's amazing, isn't it? World Player of the Year, uh, as in the World Youngest Player of the Year. World Breakthrough Player, player of, of the, the year. year. How many points did the All Blacks score? this calendar year which is also a record I don't know off the top of my head you're going to give me some options I am (laughs) 700 692 Mm -hmm. 720 yeah or 717 I have a funny feeling it's the highest of those. I think it's in the 700s, that's for sure. Okay. But I don't know for definite. So I'm going to go 720, although 717. Does 717 want 717. I think 720. Okay. Is that your final answer? 
Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, you're correct. Well yeah. done. Yeah, brilliant. 720 points in a calendar year. Not bad, is it? Another record. Great coach. That's the reason why. <laughs> Lost three games, though. Lost three games. Yeah. Village. <laughs> All right, mate. Last, I've lost. Last question I've for lost. you. Who is quicker? Oh. Anthony Watson or Cheslin Colby? Anthony Watson. Final answer. You're wrong. Am I wrong? Cheslin Colby can run the 100 in 10.7 seconds quicker than Johnny May. Really? That's surprising. Anthony Watson is 11.2. Eh? That's not right. Where are you getting these Amazing, times from? Eh? Amazing. When he was at primary school? Uh, um, Subu Kozi, Ninkozi, 10.59. Who, who is that? South African. Never even heard of him. Yeah. No, neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> what about like the um, uh, American... Yeah, Carlin Isles. Yeah. Don't know, mate. He's, He's quick. He's like ten three, I think. And and his and his Perry. mate Perry. Perry Baker. Yeah. He's yeah. fast. Real fast. That your questions were rubbish. My I'm questions not lie. are great. My qu- I was gonna ask you the where you you know the exact same thing that you got through, I was gonna ask you about. So we had a Radwan, right? Radwan uh has his time of eight point Sorry, ten point eight five meters per second. Yeah. he covers, whereas Johnny May's record is ten point five nine meters per second. So it's even, it's a sorry, it's it's not quite as as good as it. I mean, Radwan is rapid. Yeah, but they're wh- rubbish questions, man. They were easy, man. No, they weren't. R- Rico, Rico's only at ten point six nine meters per second, so he's not as fast as Radwan. Well, they're quick. They're they? all quick, mate. Quicker than me. Quicker than you. Quicker than me. How how was the fastest time you've done 100? 11, 11 one? Yeah, so I'm 11-2, mm. which I don't think I did. Someone must have got the stopwatch time thinking that I was anywhere near as quick as Anthony Watson. So no chance. No chance at all, mate. But as always, I've loved doing this with you, Definitely. Sir. What can people do? To support us. They can like. They can share. The big one's sharing. Sharing you is know, caring. Definitely. Yeah. Your mates, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your dad, your mum. Your mum, eh? Yeah. We like, the yeah. more mums you can get on the show, <laughs> the, the better. Village. That'd be great. That is village. Um, but no, email us. You know, those are cool. I love an email. Razzle Dazzle Send emailed twice this week, and they're absolute monsters, and they're <sighs> fantastic. Just and short I tried, them, man. Not I tr- an essay, Razzle I, tr- I tried to send them to my work email address, <laughs> and they said no. They said no, you can't. Computer so, said no. Razzle Dazzle, I apologize. I was going to put some of your wonderful uh, information on the podcast, but my school computer said, uh-uh, computer says no. No, thank you. And I just couldn't get it. But we're on, on Instagram now, so look us up, the yep. Super Rugby Podcast. We're on the Twitter. We are on the Twitter. We're on all major platforms. We are, but, you know, even if it's just a small note, we'll mention it on the podcast next yep. week. 
Absolutely. We love hearing from you. We do. As always, been a pleasure. Until next time. Catch up. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.